you're listening to the Wobcast with the one and only, the legendary, the insurmountable Wobby. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's another edition of the Wobcast after a layoff of a few weeks. Yours truly and producer co-host Chris Corso are back with 2018 Verizon Vikings training camp now underway. This is officially the first Wobcast of the 2018 season. Thanks for joining us. We're happy to be here. We're happy to be back. We're happy training camp is underway. We have a wide receiver intensive Wobcast for you as Vikings wide receivers Stacy Coley and Chad Beebe will join us on today's show, and we will talk about a bunch of other stuff pertaining to Vikings training camp. I'll bring in Chrissy right now. What's up, dude? How was your summer break? What's up, Bobby? It was good. It's it's crazy. We haven't done one of these in a little a little while here. Yep. Obviously, the Vikings in the facility get off the whole July 4th week and come back refreshed for training camp, and we are now a few days into training camp, and I'm yeah. excited to get going. Yeah, of course, training camp started on a somber note with the passing of offensive line coach Tony Sperano. Uh, not, you know, obviously not any way you want to start uh, training camp, but more importantly, um, just a tragic and too soon uh, of a loss for the Sperano family, for the Vikings family. So um, still thinking and, and praying for all of those who knew and loved Tony Sperano. That includes people listening and, and the Sperano family and, and the entire Vikings family. So that was a somber way to get things going here this week. The team uh, had Friday off. There was a scheduled practice for uh, rookies and selected veterans and quarterbacks, but Coach Zimmer canceled that, um, canceled Friday's uh, work early in the morning, and the team uh, went to Coach Sperano's funeral. But um, rookies and, uh, and selected vets practiced on Wednesday and Thursday last week. And then on Saturday, the full team got together for their first full team practice of 2018 Verizon Vikings training camp. And then uh, they practice, of course, on Sunday, and, and camp will, uh, will go on here as the week gets going. And actually, there's a slight, I don't want to say interruption, uh, but this week kind of goes off into a separate tangent because this is going to be Hall of Fame week. Former Vikings receiver Randy Moss is going into the Hall of Fame. That's going to happen this week. I will be going to Canton um, with uh, with fellow VEN members as we'll take in the festivities there and, and report back to you and, and generate and uh, collect some content and share all of that with you. Uh, Hall of Fame weekend, always one of my favorite uh, weekends whenever we have the opportunity to go there. I love going there and taking it all in. Uh, we've gotten to do it actually a number of years here in the recent past. How, how many have you been to? Well, I went for Chris Dolman. John Randall, Randall McDaniel, wow. uh, Chris Carter, Mick Tinglehoff. That's a, that's a so good number. So we, we've had a pretty good run here, and it continues now with Randy Moss this year and is what a, um, a, a pretty sensational class that includes Ray Lewis. Like, I'm super excited to hear Ray Lewis's speech. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Absolutely. He's a motivational speaker yeah, himself. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, Brian Dawkins going in. Yeah, another um, motivational guy. Yeah, Brian Erlacher going in, Randy Moss going in. So it's going to be a, yeah, um, it's gonna be a super cool class that goes in there. Excited for that. that but that's later in the week. For now, we're going to talk about the start of Vikings training camp. And um, we've been busy the last few days, Chrissy. We've been interviewing players. We've been getting guys down in here for the Wobcast. There's been a lot of stuff going on. You and Ryan Cardinal been putting a lot of stuff up on the on the website at Vikings.com. It's been crazy. We talk to so many players every day. There's been so many press conferences. We've had pressers before practice, after walkthrough, and then after practice as well. Um, Coach Zimmer and, Sp and Rick Spielman um, kicked off the press conferences, giving such a great tribute to Tony Sperano. And then it's really moved on to football after that. A lot of the offensive linemen 
um, have also addressed Sperano. But, um, yeah, a lot of these other guys are just ready to uh, to keep yeah. Sperano in their thoughts and, and ready to just play some football. And um, one thing that has really surprised me yeah. is how good running back Dalvin Cook looks. Oh, yeah? No so brace. Just, just seeing him, um, he said it in his press conference, he's not going to not gonna use a brace like he said. Mm-hmm. Seeing the way he kind of just goes out of his breaks and um, the cuts he was making and how uh, confident he is in his legs, um, that's impressive and something Great. that Vikings fans can look forward to. All right, yeah, and speaking of something to look forward to, uh, we have um, some of the best sound that we've captured from 2018 Verizon Vikings training camp. Chris has cut that and put it together. We're going to share that with you later on in the Wobcast. We're also going to each give you a player to watch during training camp, one on offense and one on defense from Chris and from yours truly. So that's coming up in a little bit on the Wobcast. But for right now, we're going to throw it to some interviews. We've done two interviews that we want to share with you. The first one is from second-year receiver Stacy Coley, Chrissy, who, for me, um, is going to be an interesting player to watch if we can get him healthy and get him out there practicing. He's been banged up during the offseason program, and uh, and he's missing a little bit of practice time right now, but we got to get him back out on the field um, because I think he's an intriguing player to watch. But you had a chance to catch up with him uh, earlier in the week, and we're going to share that now. What were some of your takeaways from the chat with Stacy Coley? Yeah, usually he's a man of not many words, so it was uh, cool to catch up with him after practice coming off the field and um, talking about positions that really there's a lot of competition. Uh, wide receiver is one of them. I know Mike Zimmer mentioned defensive line as one of the most um, positions with depth. But then I know Coach Zimmer is always thinking about defense. So mm-hmm. um, looking at wide receiver, I know you have Thielen and Diggs at top, but um, Stacy Coley's one who's always been uh, a guy who's able to play on special teams, whether it's returning kicks and punts. Um, and then obviously he, he has such great speed, such a great receiver at the University of Miami. So it's cool to catch up with him. I know you've mentioned him on the pick six and some of your other segments as a player who can break out. And that's kind of the conversation I had with him. And he also told me about one rookie. I asked him who 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 is one of your favorite rookies on the team and just just getting along with in the locker room. And he, and he said Hollywood. Do you know who Hollywood is? Who's Hollywood? That's Holton Hill. Oh, Hollywood Hill, we're going to call him, huh? Yeah, Hollywood Hill. I guess that's his Instagram uh, Oh, is it? Okay, got like it. So, yeah, we'll take a listen to Stacy Coley right now and see what he had to say after practice on Saturday. All right, so we're here on the Wobcast with Stacy Coley. What's going on, Stacy? How are we doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Just glad to be back. What's it like being out here the first couple days before all the veterans get in? And obviously, you got a chance to be big-time wide receiver on the team this year. I feel great. I mean, I just want to get back to playing and uh, just get back to uh, just playing ball, just having fun. So what would you do this offseason? You were probably back down in Miami and hanging out back home? Yeah, I was uh, doing treatment, actually, uh, just working on my body and, and, and just getting back healthy and, and getting back stronger and, and just get back ready to play. And what do you expect for this season? I know there's a couple seasons now in the league. You're not, not just a rookie anymore. You're ready, ready to go with the team. What, what, do you, what are your expectations for yourself going forward? Uh, just learning to play both in and out. Um, like I say, just come out here every day, just compete, just to, uh, get better with myself, um, and just having fun and just going out there and making plays. And what has been your favorite uh, new teammate this year just coming in? Who's your favorite guy? Who's somebody you've really bonded with out of the rookies and some of the tryout guys? Uh, not, not, I won't say favorite teammate, but uh, just the, um, like Maybe I said. Someone who's funny, someone who you, who you really bonded with out of the young guys. Oh, man. <laughs> 
I pr probably say all the rookies, but most definitely Hollywood, man. He, he's he's a funny funny guy, but he worked hard and but he loves he loves to have fun. And Hollywood is Holton Hill, of course, right? It, yeah. The corner out of out of Texas. Yeah. Lot of lot of experts out there really like his chances to make the team this year. What are your expectations for him as a player? Uh, I, I think I most definitely think he's gonna make the team. Uh, like I said, he's he, he's a walk, I mean a hard worker. Um, he, he just love to compete and just love to have fun, but at the same time, he love to get his work done. So, yeah, he's very a big, big cornerback, a fast cornerback. Yeah, got great length, so great skill, ball skills, and so yeah, it's it gonna be exciting to see him play. When you started, you t you were doing some kick returning, some punt returning, and stuff like that. Do you see that being an, an option for you this year, doing some of the special team stuff as well? Uh, most definitely. Whatever uh, I gotta do to help make, I mean, help with the team to get uh, get wins. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all for it. Awesome. And what do you think about some of the new quarterbacks in the building? Obviously, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Simeon, a bunch of new guys. It's weird for a 13-3 and three team to have so many new quarterbacks. But what do you think about the new guys? Oh, they all great, man. Just learning from Kirk Cousins. Um, Kirk is a vocal guy, a leader. So, yeah, just learning from him, it should be exciting, and they should pick his brain. And he's a smart quarterback, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's leading the group. Last question for you. Obviously, everything that happened with Tony Sperano was, was tough on the team and definitely on the offense. Do you have any like great memories with him just being with the offense? I know you're not on the offensive line, but any good good lines or quotes or anything, or just just what what you like to say about Tony? Not like that, but I just know he he just coaches guys very hard, and he he love them. He love the whole offense. Uh, he's a smart guy when it come down to the run game and stuff like that. So very coach. I mean, I say coach, coachable. Uh, he he love to coach his guys, and, and like I say, man, it's it's hard, but uh, you know, we just gotta get through it. Yeah, we would see him in the hallway, and, and, and you know you, you wouldn't get much out of him. And then yeah. we had him on the podcast on the show one time, and he and he knew everything about blocking this yeah. way, blocking that way. It's probably a big reason why we had such a good year with the offensive right. line last right. season. Right. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Okay, from one young Vikings wide receiver to another one, I had the chance to catch up with Chad Beebe, who is an undrafted rookie on the Vikings roster right now, trying to bite, scratch, and claw his way to a roster spot. His father, Don Beebe, was a nine-year pro uh, at the wide receiver position in the NFL for three different teams. We had a fun conversation with Chad Beebe earlier in the weekend. Take a listen. All right, our wide receiver intensive Wobcast continues with Chad Beebe who's on the Vikings 90-man roster as 2018 Verizon Vikings training camp has commenced, battling it out. The pretty talented wide receiver room, isn't it, Chad? It is. Yeah, we got we got 12 guys in the room, too. So, you know, the competition is definitely high. Yeah, and, and you're accustomed to that. You've been competing your whole life. Uh, your dad did this. He's been competing his whole life. Football has kind of just been uh, an ever-present uh, part of your life, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. You know, from a young age, he's constantly talking <laughs> talking to me about things, and and uh, um, yeah, I grew up in a obviously a football family with him yeah. playing nine years, like you said. So your dad was nine years in the NFL. Correct. Is that what you said? Okay. Correct. Bills, Packers, too, right? Yeah, he started out with the Bills. Um, had a year right in the middle with Carolina, and then finished okay. his career with Green Bay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. yep. Um, so as you're sitting here going through your college career, and now you're in a training camp. You know, is your dad a resource for you, or does your dad try to stay out of the way for you? What What's that like, the, the father-son dynamic there? Yeah, you know, growing up at, uh, you know, at an early age, he uh, he kind of stepped back. He didn't want to force me into football, yeah. you know. So at that stage, he kind of just let me grow into my own man, and uh, eventually it just became my own passion, and I loved it too, you know. And, then, and now at this point, he... 
he does he's a huge resource for me he okay. does give me advice um and mainly because i reach out to him mm-hmm. um because if i don't use him as a resource like i said before i'm, I'm doing something wrong yeah. you know he played nine years same position yeah. he also was a returner um so i it would be uh crazy for me not to yeah. use him you know um you go to southern illinois right and then northern that, illinois or northern illinois is yep. illinois where you grew up uh yes okay yep and so then you go to northern illinois which correct um, like there was a time when that conference had its like played on Thursday nights. Did you play on a mm-hmm. bunch of Thursday nights? Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays Tuesdays nights. And Thursdays. Yes. Okay, so yeah. that's kind of a cool thing because yeah. you kind of get your own platform in college. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm sure like any any memories from your college playing days that you look back on now because you you just got out of it, so you probably didn't reflect much on it when you were playing college football. But now that you can look back on your college career, any memories that stand out for you? Yeah, you know. <sighs> There's one that sticks out, but it's even because you went right into like the pro day and yeah. and now it's all NFL, you know, so you didn't really, you still don't have a ton of time to think about it. But, you know, looking back now that you asked the question, I, I think the just one of the biggest memories I, I have is, is winning our conference championship um, my sophomore year. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. You know, I, I ended up getting hurt in that game, but it was kind of halfway through the game. But just the ride there, getting there and then yeah. ending up ended up winning that that game was was awesome cool so, yeah um what do you think about life in the nfl what do you think about training camp what's what's the daily grind like yeah you know it's it's reinvigorated my passion for football awesome. to be honest with you i first of all i love it here um coaching staff's amazing you know the facilities are bar none um yeah. and uh yeah nfl lifestyle is, is definitely um it's a grind you know now that we're in training camp mm-hmm. But it's for a good reason, you know. We we want to be ready, prepare for the season, and uh, it's going well so far. I, I I fully enjoy it. Yeah, is it hard to to keep it day by day and practice by practice and not mm-hmm. look at the big picture? The well, okay, there's 12 of us here. They're gonna keep six or seven, and maybe one or two on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Is it hard to stay away from that, or do you think about that all the time, or what? What's your daily focus like? You know, I think as a human being, those are just natural thoughts. Yeah. And especially being in the NFL, you know, all these guys are competitive, um, including myself. So, so you want to to have that, um, to give you, you know, drive. But at the same time, I'm also a man of faith, so I always fall back on that. And I know at the end of the day, you know, God's got it in his hands. There's a lot of things I can't control, yeah. you know, and that's one of them. Uh, the only thing I can control is the day-to-day, do the best I can, you know, try to eliminate mistakes as much as I can and um, go from there. Yeah, the, the two most productive returning receivers for us are Diggs and Thielen. And I'm sure you've gotten the chance to flip on some tape and watch those guys either practice film, hear from camp, or maybe maybe last year's games. Maybe Coach Hazel is showing you some stuff that they do well from last year's games. What impresses you about those two guys? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, leadership. Um, they're always willing to help. You know, if you ask them a question, they're not going to turn it down. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm a rookie, you know, so sometimes it could be that way, and it's totally understandable, but, but they're not. Um, but just as far as their ability to play wide receiver it's it's pretty fun to watch you know especially growing up I've played wide receiver for a long time now and the way they run routes how explosive they are in and out of cuts and and uh and then just having the knowledge of the game as far as reading a defense and how the routes change within within a play you know it's really cool to watch and learn from yeah it is kind of a step up in terms of that that mental aspect of the game and I Mm -hmm. think actually you know a lot of fans 
who don't have the opportunity to watch practice every day and get to know you guys and know the the positions like wide receiver there's a lot of thinking going on mm-hmm. i mean there's route conversion based on man and zone and depths and there's leverage right there's a ton of stuff that mentally you guys got to focus on correct yeah i mean that's that, and that's the biggest step up from college Is it? you know because yeah. um you don't see all the different types of coverages and colleges that you do in uh, the NFL. And so sometimes it can get a little confusing and it's, you're going up to the line, you know, first of all, thinking about what you have to do and then you're reading the defense and then you have to kind of reevaluate what you have to do, yeah. which if that makes any sense, yep, yep, for sure. um, but it, it's, uh, it's cool because it's my passion. So being able to kind of um, learn those things is a lot of fun, yeah. a lot of fun. I think one of the most fun periods of practice for fans is when you guys go one-on-one against the DBs. And mm-hmm. I remember on, on Saturday, the, it, I was actually watching the backs and tight ends and linebackers and one-on-ones. I wasn't watching the corners and receivers, but I could hear the crowd reacting to you guys yeah. down on the other end of the field. Like, yep. I think when the crowd is doing that, that, that kind of adds another element for you guys that maybe makes the drill better. You know? Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, coming from college, too, I, you know, I was a bit of a smaller college, so the fan base yeah. and the amount of people we have there, it's almost like a game, you yep. know? Yeah. Uh, but it, it definitely, it just adds more um, energy uh, to the environment. And, and I, I think I remember the play you're talking about. I think Diggs had a really nice catch, okay. and uh, the fans kind of went crazy. So yeah. that was, uh, it was fun to watch. But you guys are performers, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think when the crowd is there watching, cheering, I think that, that puts you guys up on a pedestal a little bit. And you're performing, and I think that's good for you guys in practice. You know? Oh, no doubt. That's yeah, fun. it definitely it helps prepare for games yeah, too. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. What, what's it been like working? With, last question. What's it been like working with Flip, and what's it been like working with Zim? I, I want you to give fans an idea as a young player what it's like to come in and be with D. Filippo and be with Coach Zimmer. Yeah, you know what? I first of all, I love those uh, coaches. I mean, they are so knowledgeable, um, and and they're they're a te- they're team guys. If yeah. that makes any sense, mm-hmm. um, they love their players, and you get that vibe right from the beginning. Um, and and they're they're a little bit old school in a sense of you know, you better come in and do your job. Yeah. You know they don't they don't like when when um, um, you know you come into the room or go out into practice and and you continue to make the same mistakes. They hold you accountable to your job. You know, and which is a good thing. Um, but at the same time, they. They uh, take care of their guys as well. Yeah. Um, they they are constantly positive, yeah. which is great. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. I appreciate we, uh, it too. Thank you. you uh, we had a one-on-one with you on the website. We got you on the Wobcast now, so you've given us your time. It's really busy for you, and we appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you very much. You bet. Thanks for having me. It's cool to hear from some of the lower-name wide receivers on the team and some of the guys who really have a chance to uh, to break into the starting rotation just behind some of those bigger wide receivers like Thielen and Diggs and Kendall Wright and Treadwell. So cool to hear from two guys like that. Now we're going to hear from kind of a mix of all the players. I I went around and cut the sound of some of the best sound that we heard from press conferences, interviews, and stuff like that of uh, some of the major Vikings brass here. So um, so many good things that these guys are saying first couple of days out on the field about the new facility new quarterback in Kirk Cousins, um, new offensive coordinator in John Filippo. So, so many good things, obviously honoring Tony Sperano as well. So let's take a listen to that, and then we'll, we'll come back and uh, kind of give you a recap on that. Good morning. Um, it's, it's good to get back out here on the field. Um, you know, it takes a little bit of sting away of, of – uh, 
you know, losing a great friend, a great coach, good man. Um, you know, unfortunately, I've been I have been through this uh, about eight years ago when I lost my wife. So uh, we're hoping that this is the last time. But Tony was a very good friend of mine, excellent football coach, a mentor for me to be able to go in and talk to him about. Um, things in the office. He was always here very, very early in the morning as, as I usually am. And we were able to sit down and talk about not just football, talk about life, talk about kids and things like that. So it'll be hard for a few days, but we'll get through it and we'll get back to work and um, do the things that we do. And that's what he'd want us to do. So questions? Um, it's uh, open up this training camp with uh, very heavy hearts um, to be out there on the practice field for the first time today without Tony's presence. I know it affects each individual differently, but Tony was such a great coach and uh, great family man and so strong in his faith. <clears throat> in his short time here with the Minnesota Vikings, Tony was such a critical part of our success, not only as a football coach, but what he stood for as a man and, and the values that he gave to us. Um, hey, it's uh, great to see everybody. Um, I hope everyone had a nice summer. Uh, it, it's great to be back. Obviously, uh, a tragic deal not having one of our brothers out here with us today. Uh, it, it's been a obviously somber, somber time since we've come back. Uh, Coach Zim and, and, and Rick have done a fantastic job of, of leading the staff and, and, and helping everyone out. And, you know, I, I had the opportunity to work with Tony on two separate occasions in Oakland and here. And he emulated everything you want in a person and as, and as a coach. Uh, first off, he was a great husband. He was a great family man, a great grandfather. Um, and as a coach, I mean, just took pride in his job, took pride in his relationship with his players and it was a really joy for me to be around every day and was a, you know, I was very, very lucky to be able to call him a friend. And, um, you know, my thoughts obviously go out with, you know, his wife, Jeanette, who is very close with our family and, and, and his kids. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, we're going to miss our friend very, very much. I, I do think I have a, a greater comfort level with the system. I, I think I'm, I'm not thinking as much as I'm able to just react and play. Um, the terminology is starting to become my first language as opposed to my second language. Um, I don't find myself reverting back to how we used to call things in the past uh, at other places I was at. And uh, I've gotten to know teammates so much better. I know you know, who they are as people, their personalities, um, what they do well as players. And again, with so much left to go in the preseason, that will only improve. But uh, I, I do think I've come a long ways in those areas. It's all about going out there and knowing you can compete with everybody else. And I knew that from day one. You know, I've been playing football since I was four years old. And, you know, I'm just picking up where I left off at. And, you know, just get even better from there. So, you know, I'm going to pick up where I left off at because this football, I love to do this. You know, I grew up doing this. This is all I know. So, you know, to go out there and get a chance at the game again, you know, it's just God. And I, and I thank him for that. And, you know, I'm going to give it all I got. Did you surprise people with how quickly you took the league by storm in that short amount of time? No, nah, I hope I did. Uh, you know, you know, this organization drafted me for a reason. That's to come in and make plays and help them win football games. And that was my number one goal coming into the, coming into this thing. You know, I'm going to help this team 
win football games, I'm going to do whatever I can. So that's my same mindset, and, you know, I just hope nobody's not surprised no more. All right, so training camp is underway and it's going. The first padded practice is Monday, so we're super excited for that. I love the nine-on-sevens with pads on. I love one-on-ones with pads on. I mean, football is a, is a contact game played in helmets and pads, and I always get asked, Chris, like, how's, how's this offensive lineman looking or how's Jalen Holmes looking sliding inside and playing uh, three-tech? And it's like it's really tough to know when they don't have pads on. They don't have pads on during the offseason program, and they don't have pads on in the first few practices of training camp, and you really it limits your ability to evaluate and observe. Well, those limitations out the window starting on Monday. These guys are going to get pads on, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and those are the days especially fans should come out and watch. I mean, you can come to training camp at no cost. Uh, if you got to park your car, that's 10 bucks reasonable price get out here to tco performance center and watch the vikings practice up close and personal the setup is awesome for fans the first the fields one and two the practice fields are right next to the bleachers there and you can be on two different sides of the field so it's a really good setup and uh, and as we were talking about with with chad Beebe, i love it when the fans are there and they're being loud because players love performing and when the fans are being loud they really feel like they're on a stage and uh, and that's good that that helps get them ready for the regular season so um this is the fun part of training camp coming up here this week everyone's fresh everyone's eager and we're putting pads on so i'm really excited about that the next exciting stage of training camp is going to be when the jaguars come here for two days of practices leading up to our preseason game with them at u.s bank stadium that's a story for another day for now though chris we've been out and watched all the walkthroughs and practices so let's give um some fans or let's give the fans some observations of what we've seen so far at 2018 verizon vikings training camp i will begin to me it's very clear that there is continuity and synergy with the defense. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I mean, basically the starters all return. And, yeah, we added some pieces here and there. We we drafted two defensive linemen, and um, we drafted Devontae Downs, and we signed Sheldon Richardson, which is a significant signing. But, by and large, this defense returns from last season, starters intact. And um, and you can tell by the way they practice. They're fast. They're fluid. There's not a ton of, okay, stop, stop, stop. Here's what you should have done from Zim. You know, he he's correcting guys, and he's coaching guys up. But, I mean, uh, there's not a lot of disruption when the defenses out there practicing and that's very clear to me and that's a good sign and uh, I like how the defense looks I've joked um, let's wrap them in some in some bubble wrap put them in a cryo chamber and take them out in September yep like let's just get to the season with <laughs> these guys because right. we know what we have in them um, but all joking aside I really do how, like how this defense looks and uh, I'm excited to see where Sheldon Richardson fits in. I know it's going to be a, th- a starting three technique, but uh, what exactly is going to be his role and how does he mesh with um, Linval Joseph? How does he rush with Everson Griffin or Daniel Hunter? So um, this defense is a lot of fun to watch. That's been one of my main takeaways from the first few days of training camp. Yeah, you look at this defense, and, I mean, you have both safeties returning. You have all three linebackers, starters returning. Um, defensive line, everyone returning except for that three-technique spot where you upgrade with Sheldon Richardson. So, I mm-hmm. mean, what are you missing when it comes to a defense? And my biggest takeaway is probably going to be defense as well, and it's going to be the defensive line. I can't believe how big Daniil Hunter looks yeah. coming off of this contract extension. And uh, you forget that he's only, what, like 23, 24 yeah, years old? he's a young so, pup. Um, 
some of those defensive linemen, whether it's Jalen Holmes, who we drafted in this year's draft out of Ohio State, I mean, he looks like he's ready to play. I mean, I hope so. Deshaun yeah. Bauer as well. He came back. Um, he was a player that was undrafted last year, and we signed him as a free agent out of LSU. Um, really didn't have much time to play in real regular regular season games, and seeing him out there, he looks like he's pretty much. Um, Coach George Edwards said today he's not thinking when he's doing the drills and stuff. He's just kind of going with his pure athleticism and stuff like that. So the defensive line, I can't believe how many deep you go, mm-hmm. whether it's Brian Robinson, who's the big veteran on the team. I mean, he doesn't even have to play. I feel like yeah. you have. Well, you know, a, a guy who I really like is David Perry. I think he's yeah. got a shot to make the team and be first Lin- round draft pick, be Linval's backup. Um, you know, so. I, yeah, I mean, the depth is developing. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, you know, you don't want to have to tap into that depth too much because that means you're having injuries. And that's one thing that the Vikings defense, you know, was able to stay away from last year. Knock on wood was injuries. We'd like to see them do that again. Um, you know, offensively, yeah, I'm really going to be focusing on the tight end position. Obviously, we know what we have in Kyle Rudolph. But after that, you know, I think I think it's it's a little open for competition and I think there are some roles that need to be filled and there are a lot of guys who have the potential to fill them but not all of them are going to be able to be included in the final 53-man roster Blake Bell David Morgan Tyler Conklin uh Tyler Hoppus Josiah Price like there's a lot of names there they can't all stay and you know you as a tight end you need to be able to do a lot of different things you can't just really be only good at one thing there just are are only so many Antonio Gates or Tony Gonzalez out there you know no disrespect to what they were able to do in the block as blockers but they, they were pass catchers like you need to be able to do a lot of different things you need to be a good inline blocker you need to be a good route runner good pass catcher you got to break tackles so um we know what we have in Kyle Rudolph but I'm excited to see how the tight end position shakes out here over the rest of training camp in the preseason well tell the fans what you think about Tyler Conklin he's obviously a later round draft pick um out of central Michigan not a name that most Vikings fans would really know of um Showed some ability with his hands in minicamp and, and stuff like that in the offseason. Um, fans know about David Morgan last year as well, but what do you see in Tyler Conklin? Well, unfortunately, he's another guy who's been a little, a little banged, banged up. up yeah. yeah, like just like with Stacey Coley. And, and, but, but when he's been out there, you know, I've been impressed. I mean, I think Tyler Conklin is, um, you know, was a good draft pick by the Vikings and can help this team out in a lot of ways, maybe even on special teams. And when he's running routes and catching passes, I think he looks really fluid and natural, and it, it just looks good to my untrained eye. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about him. And uh, obviously John Filippo and the Eagles staff last year um, really had a good understanding and a good grasp on how to use their tight ends. And um, and so now John Filippo comes here and and he's going to be able to work with these tight ends and, and hopefully find a couple that he can use. And maybe maybe Tyler Conklin will be one of them. But um, when he's out there on the field and he's running routes and catching passes, I think he's impressive. Um, let's go, um, you know, as I teased earlier, one offensive player to watch and one defensive player to watch for the rest of training camp. Chris, let's give the fans one of each on, on each side of the ball. And uh, and I'll go first and I'm going to go on offense. And to me, I, I think it's Brian O'Neill. And when, I love that. When the Vikings drafted Brian O'Neill in the second round, I heard a lot of people talking about he's a project, he's a year away, he's not strong enough, he's this, and he's not that, and he can't do this. I'm going to tell you what he can do. He can step in 
and be a starter when someone goes out because like when Rashad Hill goes out of practice or needs a breather or whatever like Brian O'Neill's going to come in and be the right tackle and like I've heard so many times people complain about our right tackles. Oh, it's just not athletic enough. The guys blow right by him. You know, and here's Brian O'Neill, who's athletic enough to stick with edge rushers, and now people want to tell me he's not strong enough. So it's like people are just going to poke holes in guys no matter what they do. Brian O'Neill is athletic. He's a second-round pick, and the Vikings obviously had a type that they were looking for when it came to an of offensive course. lineman. And I think he was their type that they wanted. And so I'm, a, I'm not I'm – not, saying that Brian O'Neill is suddenly the starter. Like, there's been a resurgence, and Rashad Hill's done, and O'Neill's in. Not saying that. Rashad Hill is coming back from last year's team where he started seven games at right and left tackle, and, you know, I think the job's got to be taken from him by Brian O'Neill or someone else. But I'm just, I'm just not one of those guys who's giving Brian O'Neill no chance to help us in some way this year. I think Brian O'Neill can help us in some way this year. I just don't know exactly how yet, and uh, I think he's a guy to watch during camp. How about an offensive player to watch for you, Chris? Yeah, I, well, I like what you said about Brian O'Neill just because uh, Pat Elfline hasn't been playing center. He's been out um, on the PUP list, hopefully not for long, as Coach Zimmer said in one of his press conferences, but um, that has pushed Remmers to the inside, which means that there's there's got to be depth at that tackle position, and that's where Brian O'Neill will definitely have yeah. a chance to contribute obviously during the preseason. Speaking of offensive linemen, I'm going back to who I talked about before because I want to reiterate how great Dalvin Cook has looked on the offense. I, I just can't believe how um, confident he is, how excited he is. to. He feels like he doesn't even – like he has to re like show his role in the offense with the new offensive coordinator, which is kind of uh, funny, but that's how excited he is to be out on the field and be playing football again. And obviously that's, this is the only thing he knows. That's, mm-hmm. that's what he said in his press conference. And um, he's just so excited to be out there and, and to show that, um, that he, that he's that confident that he, that he doesn't even want to wear that brace on his knee um, is pretty impressive. And, and like we've said before, there has been no pads or anything like that thus far. Um, but still to see the way that he's jump, uh, just cutting and moving and, and so confident in how he's running and how excited and the smile on his face um, being out there on the field. He's the one that I'm really looking, cool. looking at. On defense, I'm going to go with Anthony Barr, um, a guy who obviously wants a, a, a new contract, wants some security, is willing to work hard for it, and is a guy obviously that Mike Zimmer likes and thinks is a great fit in his defense. He was his first draft pick as a head coach. Barr was Zimmer's first draft pick as a head coach. So um, I think Barr is a great fit here. I think Barr really cares and uh, I think he's a super freak athletic guy, and I like he's he could not be more motivated from a contractual standpoint, you know, to yeah. have a great season. Yep. Um, and so I'm really excited to watch Anthony Barr compete and try hard, and I'm excited to see where Mike Zimmer puts him and how he wants to use him and ideas George Edwards has for him. And I think Anthony Barr is going to be a fun player to watch this season. I think he's going to be a fun player to watch in training camp. Yeah, when 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 he plays well. This Vikings defense just goes to a completely Agreed. other level. Agreed. And that's a level that I don't think there's many teams out there that that could even reach that on defense. Yeah. Maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will be here in a few weeks, are one team that can get to that level. But when Anthony Barr is the playmaking player that he can really be, and we've seen that in uh, in his time with the Vikings, that's when this defense really yep. goes to another level. Yep. I'm going to stick in the linebacker group as well. Okay. And, and this is a guy who is a little under the radar, 
Um, but he is the Viking starter when they are not in the nickel package um, and they have three linebackers out there on the field. That is Ben Gedeon, who was a rookie last season, big-time special teams contributor mm-hmm. um, out of Michigan. I know Coach Prefer loves him on special teams. I think he was up there with the leaders on special teams tackles, but he is the third linebacker for Coach Adam Zimmer and Mike Zimmer uh, on defense. I really like this guy. I think he has a nose for the football. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking with Adam Zimmer, the Vikings linebackers coach, he's always said that he loves this guy. He loves. He was a player who had to earn his spot in the starting roster, kind of like Eric Kendricks when, when he was a, a rookie, um, finding that starting spot in the middle yep. of the linebacker position. But, yeah, Ben Gedeon, keep an eye on him this year. I'd like to see him just playing a little bit more. Obviously, it's hard when you have to be in that nickel defense, but – yeah, he can yeah. make plays. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so those are our players to watch on offense and defense for uh, 2018 Verizon Vikings training camp. Um, obviously, we encourage you guys to come out and check it out for yourself in person. Watch the Vikings practice and get ready for 2018. If you're not in the area, if you are in the area but you just can't make it to Egan uh, for whatever the reason, we got you covered on Vikings.com and the Vikings Entertainment Network. Make sure you go to the website multiple times every single day. Press conferences, interviews, highlights, photo galleries, everything, articles. We got you covered for 2018 <laughs> Verizon Vikings training camp on Vikings.com. Make sure you follow the Vikings on your favorite social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, at Vikings is where you can find some of the best stuff that we have to offer that we put on the social media platforms. And, of course, make sure you download the Vikings app, all of our uh, content delivered straight to your favorite mobile device. You can follow Chris Corso on Twitter, at CA Corso. You can follow me on Twitter, at Wabi. Make sure you follow all of those things to stay in tune with your favorite team during training camp and, of course, throughout uh, the 2018 season. Lots of fun times ahead, we hope. Um, and more Wobcasts coming up. We're going to be coming to you regularly once or twice a week for all of training camp. We'll come to you one more time before I head out to Canton, Ohio, for the Hall of Fame festivities to watch Randy Moss go in. So uh, after we have a couple of padded practices, Christy and I will come back in here into the studio and we'll record another Wobcast for you. Hopefully we'll have a cool Vikings guest to shed some light on some of the uh, ins, ins and outs of training camp from a player or coach's perspective. And, uh, yeah, we, we just want to keep bringing you guys great stuff. So on behalf of producer and co-host Chris Corso, this is Wobby signing off for now. This episode of the Wobcast is over. We'll be back and coming at you later in the week with another one. In the meantime, stay tuned to Vikings.com. See y'all. So, yeah!